This is the Undercover Woo Podcast, Episode 5, with me, Abby Lou Walker, and the story of the bison painting. Hi, and welcome to the Undercover Woo Podcast. I am your host, Abby Lou Walker. I'm a mom, wife, author, and the founder and CEO of Vivian Liu, a multi-million dollar company that sells insoles for high heels. But we're not here to talk about business. We're here to explore all things woo, one conversation at a time. From astrocartography and breathwork to yoni steam baths and zodiac signs, this podcast is an invitation for fellow newbies and non-believers to join me as I venture deeper into the world of woo. My wish is that these conversations help both you and me find ways to quiet our self-doubt, live unapologetically, feel less overwhelmed, clean the homes and bodies in which we live, strengthen our intuition, and become unstoppable in our pursuit of peace and freedom. Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to the Undercover Woo podcast. Today's episode is going to be a bit different. There's no guest, it's just me, and here's why. In the last episode of the Undercover Woo podcast, Tori Ivanik said something that I can't quite get out of my head. It was a simple statement, but as soon as she said it, I felt it. And I think it bears repeating. She said, if you don't believe in something, it's really hard to get results. While she was speaking about homeopathy, this statement can be applied to, quite honestly, anything and everything. And it got me thinking about the power of believing. There is enormous power in believing, whether it's in regard to a higher power, quantum physics, the law of attraction, or philosophy. But perhaps there's even greater power in believing in the small things. For instance, I believe this remedy has the potential to cure my eczema. I believe this ad is going to reach the people who need to see it most and lead to sales. I believe my body will feel stronger after I go for a run. There are so many opportunities every day to believe in the small things, which in turn can lead to great results. I'd like to share with you a story, a story about believing and a bison painting. It all starts in March of 2017. At the time, we were living in Wisconsin, and Bill and I decided to take the kiddos to Colorado for four days for a bit of spring skiing at Keystone. In our downtime, Bill and I searched online for properties for sale. This was mostly for our entertainment, though we had always talked about purchasing a condo in Summit County as an investment property. As luck would have it, this time we found something we loved that was within our budget and immediately emailed the real estate agent. She emailed us back, but unfortunately that property was no longer available. So she was going to email us a list of properties that were currently for sale in our price range. The next day, we toured a few. One in particular caught our attention. Bill liked it for the layout, price, and potential. I liked it for the view of Lake Dillon directly out the front door and this absolutely incredible six-foot-tall painting of a bison that hung in the kitchen area. At first, I was taken aback by this enormous painting. Who the hell would have a six-foot-tall painting of a buffalo in their tiny one-bedroom, one-bath condo? But the more I stared at it, the more I liked it. What was it about this painting of a large, smelly, dirty animal that I was so drawn to? It was almost like this bison who stood peacefully in a field of yellow grass as golden mountains rose to the sky just beyond him was looking directly at me. Later that afternoon, we drafted our purchase agreement and it was accepted. Yes, that condo and the bison painting were ours. One month later, in April of 2017, we closed on the property. At the time, I was in Minnesota on a book writing retreat. 
Bill had gifted me seven days away from my 40th birthday because I had decided a few months prior that I wanted to write a book before I turned 40. Because why not? (laughs) When my birthday celebration weekend rolled around a few weeks later, I canceled plans to go to Miami so that Bill and I could go to Colorado for a few days. He could use the time to clean out and fix up the condo for rent, and I could use the time to finish my book. Our first day there, Bill headed over to the condo and I stayed in town to write. But writing was a struggle. I wasn't inspired. I was so close to finishing the book, but I was not feeling it at all. The next day, I headed to the condo with Bill. Perhaps a change of scenery would help. And boy, did it ever. Perhaps it was the magic of the bison picture, or putting my feet in the grass and sitting in the sun, but the words came so easily. We successfully rented out that condo from the fall of 2017 to the fall of 2019. But late last year, we decided to sell the condo. We had invested in another property in Summit County and were looking to purchase another. We listed the condo in October, and three days later, we got an offer. I was so incredibly grateful that the condo sold so fast, but I was somewhat sad to be giving up that view of Lake Dillon and the bison painting. I remember asking Bill if I could ask for the buffalo picture before we closed, and he said, absolutely not. That picture came with the unit and will stay with the unit. We closed in December of 2019. In January of this year, someone I follow on Facebook posted a picture of a colorful bison hanging on her wall. She said she didn't understand the attraction to the bison, but so many of her clients had commented on it and how much they liked it. And that dang bison painting popped into my head. Why was I so attached to this bison painting? I'm not quite sure why I had never Googled the meaning of bison before, but it seemed like the perfect time to do so. Turns out the bison is quite symbolic and has many meanings. The bison is the ruler of the plains, signifying abundance, freedom, and might. It represents the need to endure change and forces of nature and stand in the strength of our spirit. Through miles of grassy plains, the bison leads us on a journey of discovery and endurance and reminds us that when you want something, you must be all in. When you call on the bison for guidance, you are able to manifest from deep within. Interesting, I thought to myself, and it was just the message I needed. I was coming out of what I like to call my winter season of entrepreneurship. I was looking for a way to reconnect with my business and I wanted to be inspired again. I was so intrigued by and drawn to the meaning of bison and yet so incredibly sad. My heart hurt. Why did I let that painting go? I admitted to a group of women with whom I mastermind how much I desired to have this painting back. It was almost like it was calling to me. Woo? Absolutely. I searched online for a replica of the painting, but to no avail. I shopped the local home decor stores looking for a similar painting. No luck. One day, I stopped into Home Goods and stumbled upon a beautiful piece of art. It was a large framed abstract drawing with gold paint details. The drawing resembled a bison. I immediately took it to the front to purchase it. Turns out, the painting was on hold for someone else. An associate had mistakenly put it back instead of setting it behind the counter. No, I thought. They had three days to pick it up. I went back on the third day to see if it had been purchased. It still sat behind the counter unclaimed. When I asked about whether or not I could purchase it, an associate said that they would call the people who had put it on hold. Turns out, they were on their way to the store to get it. Ugh. So I thought, if a bison painting wasn't in the cards, I'll just do the next best thing. I went home and googled images of bison. I called the kiddos into my office and we picked one out. It was an image of a bison face against a bright blue sky. 
I pressed print and crossed my fingers that I had enough color ink in my desktop printer to print out the image. I took that dang 8.5 by 11 image of a bison, rolled some tape, and smacked that picture on the wall right behind my desk. There, I thought. Now I have an image of a bison. That image hung on my office wall for a few weeks, but it was ridiculous. Why was I going to all of this trouble when I really only wanted one painting? That painting. One afternoon, I searched our purchase agreement paperwork and found the email address for the woman who purchased our condo, and I sent her an email. Hi, it's Abby Walker. You purchased our condo in Dillon for my husband and I earlier this year. I hope you're enjoying that place. I have a very random inquiry about the Buffalo artwork. If you love that piece of art, I am so happy you're enjoying it. If you ever decide to change it out for something else, I'd welcome the opportunity to purchase it back from you. You can reach me at this email address or on my cell phone if the opportunity ever arises. Cheers, Abby. The following evening, I was sitting on the hardwood floors in our upstairs hall, waiting for Vivian to get out of the shower so I could brush her hair when I received a reply from the woman who had purchased our condo. She asked if it was a sentimental piece and stated that she and her husband very much liked the artwork. I quickly responded saying that it was not at all sentimental and that I was so glad she and her husband were enjoying the painting and the condo. I was disappointed but incredibly happy that this painting was with people who appreciated it. And I distinctly remember thinking to myself, I believe that this painting is meant to be with me. And if it wants to get to me, it will find a way. And that was that. The next week, I flew to Minnesota for a one-day vision-setting meeting with Ursula Menchez, who you heard from in Episode 1. The intent of our meeting was to chat about preparing Vivian Liu for sale, but we discussed so much more than that, including the bison image. For some reason, I felt called to share the story with Ursula. I once again stated that I believe that the painting is meant to be with me, and that if it wanted to get to me, it would find a way. But enough was enough. I flew home that night, and when I arrived home, I took the printed image of the bison off my office wall, and I thought, it's now out of my hands, I've let my intentions be known, and I never once thought about that painting again. This was mid-February. Two weeks ago, I felt the need to clean up and rearrange some things in my office. I had switched around some paintings, but was needing something different. I thought, maybe I needed some gold in my office. A few years back, I hung a huge gold antique frame behind my desk, and it made me feel like a real CEO. I donated the frame when we moved into our house two years ago, as it no longer felt right, but maybe it was time for another gold frame. I searched Craigslist for antique gold frames. I am a huge fan of Craigslist and have had such luck scooping up some incredible finds. On a Wednesday night, I found the perfect gold antique frame. It was $100 and in Colorado Springs, about an hour away. I wasn't in love with the painting. It was a streetscape of a rainy night in Paris, but I wasn't in love with the painting in my previous gold frame either. I just liked the gold frame. But I didn't reach out right away. I sat on it for a couple of days. Finally, on a Saturday night, I decided to reach out to the buyer and tell them I was interested and would drive down tomorrow to purchase the painting. But when I went to Craigslist, the listing was gone. The painting had been sold. Crap! Now what? I was once again disappointed, but not really sad. Perhaps it wasn't the gold frame I needed, and I went to bed. At 6.30 a.m. the next morning, I woke up to an email. It was the woman who purchased our condo. Hi, Abby. I hope you are well. I wanted to get back to you about the buffalo picture. We decided to remodel our unit. 
so if you still want the picture, you are welcome to it. Just let me know and we can coordinate a time for you to pick it up. Wait, what? I couldn't believe it. I immediately replied asking how long they would be up there. As I waited for her response, I took the dog for a walk. I kept thinking, of course this is happening. I knew that bison picture would find a way. Thank you, universe. Thank you, picture. Thank you. But I tried not to get too excited. She could always change her mind. That painting wouldn't truly be mine until it was in my car. I checked my email when I got home and she said they would be up there all day. I could be up there in 90 minutes. I ran upstairs and jumped on the bed. I'm going to get that bison painting in Dylan, I said to Bill, who was still asleep. What? he said, slowly waking up. The woman who bought her condo in Dylan is redoing her condo and no longer wants the bison painting. I'm going to go get it. His only response was, will it fit? Of course it will, I state confidently. Bye. Love you. I was as giddy as a child on Christmas morning. I kissed the kiddos who were eating breakfast and watching cartoons goodbye. I grabbed the car keys and a bottle of champagne from our wine rack and hopped in the car to set off. It was a beautiful mountain morning. Clear blue skies, sun shining, snow still on the peaks. About halfway up the mountain, I thought, it'll fit, right? Of course it'll fit. Of course. I pulled into the parking lot at the condo and grabbed the champagne. The doors were open to the unit. All of the furniture was gone. The floors were ripped up, the appliances had been moved around, and the only thing still hanging on the wall was the bison painting. My bison painting. I stood outside until she saw me. Wow, this is different than how I remember, I said with a laugh. She laughed too. This all started because of a couch, she said. We wanted a new couch, but then we didn't like how it was positioned in the room, and then one thing led to another, and now we're redesigning the kitchen and the living room and getting new floors. And unfortunately, this painting no longer fits. Of course, I thought to myself. What a curious but brilliant way for the bison painting to find a way to get to me. We casually chatted a bit longer, and then she took the painting down off the wall and handed it to me. Holy heck, this is so much bigger than I remembered. Need some help, she asked. Nope, I got it, I said. As I carried my bison painting to the car, I said a silent prayer. Please fit, please fit, please fit. I opened the trunk and tried to slide it straight in. Nope. I tried to angle it. Nope. I angled it the other way. <laughs> nope. Okay, Abby, just breathe, I thought to myself. I tried it again, and by some miracle, I was able to twist it just slightly so that it fit on an angle. I honestly had not even an inch to spare. But it didn't matter. The bison painting was finally mine. Finally. And although it is perhaps a bit too big for my office wall, I don't care. I absolutely love it. Sure, it may seem silly. And yes, it is just a bison painting. But if you don't believe that small, silly things like this can happen, they never will. So here's to believing in the big things and the little things. There's magic in both. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Undercover Woo. If you'd like to automatically get new shows every week, please subscribe to the Undercover Woo podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and other platforms. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be honored if you left a review. Please join the conversation about all things woo by following us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Undercover Woo. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you peace, health, and happiness.